Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Puppy English, the podcast. This is a brand new podcast, and this is the first episode with me, Pappy English. Now, some of you may know me from Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. I'm an English teacher, and I've been teaching on social medias for the last few years. And today, I have decided to start a weekly podcast for you guys who are looking to improve your English. So, if you don't know me already, I am Pappy English a.k.a. Sam, a.k.a. an abbreviation, also known as Sam. Okay, Papi English is called Papi English because, again, it's an abbreviation. Papi, P, practice. A, and. P, perfection. I, in English. Practice and perfection in English. Papi English. But most people don't realise that's why it's called Papi English but they just recognize me as Papi. So I am an English teacher from England, from Stratford-upon-Avon, which is a little town where Shakespeare is also from. I have been traveling the world, teaching English in different countries around Europe, such as Portugal, Spain, and Italy. And this podcast is aimed to help you improve your English, looking into detail some things to do with grammar, vocabulary, expressions, etc, etc. Okay, so this podcast is going to be very focused on these pieces of language and I'm going to try and help you as much as possible. So this first episode is about different ways to say, I don't know. We have many different ways to say, I don't know, and it can depend on the context it depends on the situation and how you want to express yourself. So it is important to learn some different ways to say this. I don't know. Well, let's have a look. If we want to be very emphatic with somebody, we can say, I haven't a clue. I haven't a clue. We don't usually say, I don't have a clue. This sounds wrong. Normally, with have in the negative, we say, I don't have. For example, I don't have a cat. I don't have a dog. We wouldn't say, I haven't a cat. I haven't a dog. This is an old style of English which is no longer used. 
nowadays we usually use the form I don't have for the negative. However, there are some exceptions. For example, this one. I haven't a clue. Not I don't have a clue. I haven't a clue. Or you might say, I haven't the time. I haven't the time. You can also say, I don't have the time. I haven't the time to help you with your English, for example. Which is not true. Of course, I do have time to help you with this, with your English. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. So, with some certain expressions, we still use the negative, I haven't. For example, with, I haven't a clue, I haven't the time. But there are very few of these exceptions, these expressions, when we use the negative like this. So, this is the, another, the first way to say, I don't know, in a very emphatic way. I haven't a clue. I haven't a clue how to help you. I haven't a clue how to solve that complicated mathematics equation. Okay, I haven't a clue. Another way we can say, I don't know, is I have no idea. I have no idea. What is the capital of Brazil? I have no idea. Is it Rio de Janeiro? Is it ooh, Brasilia? I'm not sure. In fact, I have no idea. I haven't a clue. I don't know. Now, everybody, there is an exception. There is another way of saying I have no idea, which is a bit more sophisticated. This sounds very nice. I don't have the faintest idea. So instead of saying I have no idea, if you want to be a bit more expressive, you say I don't have the faintest idea. Now, you can also say, I haven't the faintest idea. Like you say, I haven't a clue. I haven't the faintest idea. Or, I don't have the faintest idea. I don't have the faintest idea on how to improve my English. Sam, Papi English, can you help me? Of course I can. I don't have the faintest idea. Now, another way we can say this, another form with a similar idea, is to say, I don't have the foggiest idea. Now, fog is like when we have the clouds close to the ground, so we're not able to see very well. But we also use it with this expression. I don't have the foggiest idea. So it's very similar to I don't have the faintest idea. We can also say, I haven't the foggiest idea. I don't have the faintest idea. I haven't the foggiest idea. But with this expression, we don't have to say idea. We can just say, I don't have the foggiest. And it still means, I don't know. How do I get to the cinema? I don't have the foggiest. I don't have the foggiest idea. Now, another informal way of saying, I don't know, is you can say, it beats me. Or simply, beats me. It beats me, or beats me. And this is, I don't know. I cannot tell you. Your question is too difficult. Your question beats me. This is the literal meaning, but you just say it beats me. Uh, do you know the answer to this question? <laughs> it beats me. I'm sorry. 
Now, if you want to be a little bit more abrupt, a little bit more rude, you can say, how should I know? How should I know? Okay, this might be a bit more argumentative and a bit more rude. How should I know? How should I know the answer to your question? Okay, what time are you going to be home tonight, Sam? How should I know? We'll have to see, won't we? I don't know what's going to happen later. How should I know? So, this is another way to say, I don't know. Now, we also have many ways to say, I don't know, without saying, I don't know. Let's admit it. Often people don't want to say that they don't know something, because they don't want to damage their ego. Okay, we want to pretend that we know everything. So, if somebody asks us a question... And we don't know the answer. Sometimes we avoid saying, I don't know, even though we don't know. So you might say, hmm, I'm not sure about that. In fact, you don't know. But you soften the you don't know with, I'm not sure about that. Okay, so what is the capital of Australia? Hmm, I'm not sure about that. Okay, it's basically you're saying, I don't know. Another thing we can say similar to this is, mm, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Or it's difficult to say. So again, what is the answer to this question? Oh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Or good question. Let me think about it. And then you give yourself a bit of time. Uh, to find out the answer or probably the person who asked you the question is going to forget they asked you and you're both going to move on with your life. So these are some nice ways to kind of say you don't know without saying I don't know. Now when you don't know something we often try to guess so again we can use some language. What is the capital of New Zealand? Hmm I'm not sure but at a guess I would say New Zealand city, okay, at a guess, and then you say what you think. Another variation of this is, if I were to hazard a guess, if I were to hazard a guess, I would say the capital of New Zealand is Queensland. Okay, so this is kind of a second conditional structure. If I were to hazard a guess, remember, with the second conditional, we don't usually say if I was, but instead we change it to if I were. If I were to hazard a guess, I would say the capital of New Zealand is Queensland. Or another way we can say this, hmm, I'm going to have a shot in the dark. Okay, a shot in the dark Imagine you've got a gun and you cannot see anything because you're in the dark and you're shooting. So you don't know what you're going to hit. So this is another way of saying, I'm going to guess. I'm going to have this shot in the dark and I'm going to say the capital of New Zealand is Auckland. Okay, a complete guess. So these are all some different ways of saying we don't know. Some very emphatic ways of saying I don't know. I haven't a clue. I have no idea. I don't have the faintest idea. I don't have the foggiest idea. Or simply, I don't have the foggiest. It beats me. How should I know? 
We've also got ways to say I don't know without saying I don't know. For example, I'm not sure about that. It's hard to say. Good question. Let me think about it. And then we've got some things we can say when we don't know something, but we are going to guess. At a guess, and then you say what you think. Or if I were to hazard a guess, da 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 da. Or I'm going to have a shot in the dark. Hmm. Okay, everybody. So try and use the language that you like, and try and write some example sentences, maybe at home on a piece of paper, to help you try and remember those expressions. And also, the next time you're speaking English, try to use them in conversation at the appropriate time. I hope you found this first podcast very useful, and I hope you subscribe to this podcast. And we're going to learn many interesting things in the future together. Now you can also follow me on Instagram, on TikTok,、uh, follow me on Facebook, or also subscribe to my YouTube channel, where I can keep you up to date with all of the podcasts and materials that I am creating. All of my accounts are to help you learn English, so I usually create videos. Short and long videos, depending on the account,、um, with all sorts of interesting language and grammar vocabulary tips to help you improve. So again, thank you for listening to this first episode of the Puppy English Podcast. Send me a message in the comments and let me know what you would like to learn in the next podcast. Thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next class. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.